You know, lately I have really freed myself up to want deeper things from intimate relationship than I think I really ever have. And I wanted to to share some about that today because I think that sometimes we really need to let ourselves lose sight of how much I want a marriage or how much I want this relationship to become a marriage or what I believe about what my marriage should be because it's a marriage. Um, whatever, and not, not even just marriage, but whatever sort of preconditioned, pre-programmed context or container we have for what relationship is supposed to be And not just because that's what was handed to us, but because that's how we see that we are supposed to fit into a relationship, into this life, into this world, into our idea of who we are. We so often unconsciously and unaware approach our relationships with this idea of what can I get from this? And what can I make it into as opposed to who am I in this partnership and who is this person that I get to love today or that I could potentially love, right? Um, If this is a, a new person and everything that I'm saying is really it's applicable just across the board. And I, and I mean, in my own personal experience at every stage of relationship, these questions are so relevant, you know, from being on a first date with somebody to being years into my marriage with my ex-husband. I remember waking up to this question and really asking myself when I was married, can I love this man for who he is right now, right in this moment, and not for who I want him to be or not for who I hope he will become or not according to whatever it is that I am trying to mold this relationship into. And and this is also a question I would invite like on the very front end of anything, you know, you're on your first date And you just get, you extend an invitation to yourself, to this other person to just connect as you both are in this moment. And, and this person is not a potential partner. They're not a potential husband. They're not a potential father of your children in that moment. They are just who they are. I remember I was dating somebody and, you know, we were having a conversation. I think this was, you know, less than a handful of dates in. And um, we had been having dialogue throughout our dates about what we were both looking for in terms of a relationship and what does a relationship mean to us. And I remembered asking him in the very beginning, I think I asked him, you know, do you want to get married again? Is that something you want one day? Uh, he had he was divorced, and so was I. And he, without a second thought, said yes, a hundred percent. And I 
didn't know if I ever wanted to get married again. And I remember being honest about that in the moment and that becoming a really beautiful dialogue between us. And, and he learned some things about what he really wanted and some different programming that he had brought into that conversation that he didn't realize he had. And, and I remember just, you know, together, the two of us just sort of questioning that questioning our desire for that or our need for our relationship to be headed in that direction. And, and that's not to say that I, that I don't like marriage. I actually think I really might love to get married again. Who even knows? The point actually is not, you know, the marriage, the contract to me. What I love, and and this was some, has been something that I've explored more, um, in recent years is that I love creating the process of creating the container that is custom to the partnership that I'm in, right? And that is, that takes commitment. That takes commitment to an ongoing conversation about where you're at, where I'm at, what we're both feeling, what we're both needing, what our boundaries are in any season and how they're shifting and how we see each other, what we want our agreements to be. And this was really, this, this, this commitment to ongoing conversation was something that I, I kind of lost sight of when I just sort of had this unquestioning idea of marriage. You know, I just thought, oh, we get married. We enter into this agreement that we will, you know, monogamously love each other, live together, raise children together, uh, for the rest of our lives. And, um, and we will do that no matter how hard things get, no matter what we will, we will stick together. We will be together in partnership this way and in marriage. Um, and to me, it was sort of this unconditional commitment that we had made to each other and that you, as, as one makes, <laughs> um, uh, it's like this inevitable place in life that you get to, or that's what I, it was to me at the time. And, and not that I, I didn't love my husband so much. Oh my gosh, I, I adored him. I was so in love with him for many years. And at the same time, there I I didn't have I did not have the flexibility that I needed to allow our relationship to evolve from one present moment to the next. Because in my mind, we had entered into one container and it was rigid and it was fixed. And it would be that way for the rest of our lives. And what I have found, and this is what has been so freeing and so deeply humbling for me, and this is, this is the case, I mean, whether or not, you know, you're married, um, dating, single, um, as I have allowed myself to sort of question different constructs and whether they feel like a fit for me, I have 
welcomed myself into the present moment. Um, and what has been so humbling is that when I really am, am present with somebody and I don't need them to become something, I don't hope that they will become something, I don't hope the relationship is going somewhere, I just let it be whatever it is and whatever it wants to be right now. I actually can see what true intentions I'm bringing to this connection. And here's what I mean by that. Um, When my intention is to be filled in some way that I feel incomplete in, when my intention is to just be held by, by someone because I just can't hold myself, when my intention um, in a connection and a conversation is to figure something out. Um, I'm going to show up really differently in all three of those contexts, right? We, we can bring any one of hundreds or thousands of different intentions to any moment that we are in. And one intention we often bring into um, romantic partnership is I want this to become something that I want it to become. And usually we are bringing that that agenda, this goal, right, into a connection completely apart from what and who the other person is and wants to be. Um, you'll We'll see this all the time when we experience early attachment in dating because we just want this person to be our person. Um, and we often don't even know them very well yet. We maybe haven't even experienced any kind of a conflict with this person to see like, how, how do we really handle that together when we're in power struggle? We haven't, we haven't experienced, you know, really relying on each other over time. And what that looks like, I haven't experienced you and stress. You haven't experienced me. And so there's so many different facets of each other that we don't know. And yet I'm attached to you because the intention I've brought to this relationship is that I want it to be this thing for me. I want you to become something. I want it to become a marriage. I want you to become my long-term partner, right? And we don't realize or we don't um, take a moment to recognize that long-term partnerships are just two partners that have chosen one another one present moment after the other after the other after the other after the other and all of these moments that add up over days and months and years um a long-term partnership isn't a long-term partnership until it's a long-term partnership until it becomes that it's not something that can be forced or directed from a first date And so bringing commitment into relationship, into partnership, when it's consciously chosen, um, is beautiful. It's extraordinary when when it's freely given because we feel ourselves and we feel free and we feel enough and And we genuinely want to be committed to the ongoing conversation of relationship. And so what I kind of want to dive into, at least for myself, is is this this question that I I started asking myself 
long ago, kind of at the beginning of my training as a relationship coach. And gosh, this was six, seven years ago when I really started to see my marriage at the time as a container for something bigger and wider and deeper than the thing that we had agreed to on paper and in a contract till death do us part. I think for a long time, in my mind, that container was just supposed to kind of hold everything. And it was kind of an unconscious container. You know, it was like, this is just what marriage is. It's, we just agree to stay together until we die <laughs> and to have kids together and go through life together. And it, it's just an unconditional commitment to somebody else. And when I started training as a relationship coach, I, I realized, wow, like this is, this is something so much bigger than that. This is, this container holds the possibility for deep, deep healing. And, and it's a container for the exploration of the mystery of another. It is possible to experienced experience wide vast love and i began to see this this relationship as almost sort of a playground or a practice ground and as we did that you know the container started feeling fragile and uh, we started questioning all of it and that that can be a, a bit of a bumpy road. It certainly was for me. As I kind of, you know, deconstructed the marriage that we had initially agreed to, and, and he did as well, we found that we, we, you know, we were not able to exist in it anymore. And I walked away from my marriage with a bigger question, a bigger intention in my dating life and in my romantic connections moving forward where I didn't I didn't as much need my relationships my connections to become something as much as I wanted to find out how much I could heal in them and how much I could help the other person heal in every connection, casual, committed, a few weeks long, a few months long, certainly myself as a single person. I spent nine months on what I affectionately called a man pause where I basically didn't, I didn't date. I didn't have guy friends, at least not single ones. Um, the only guys that were in my life at the time were the partners of my friends or my dad. I actually had my dad take me on a date during that time. Uh, which I think he thought was a really interesting invitation, but ended up being one of the most beautiful nights of our relationship. Uh, we talked for hours about things we hadn't had a chance to dive into in years, and it was beautiful. And it was yet another example of the deep healing that's possible in relationship. And so I have been very humbled to recognize the places in my life where I've brought unconscious intention to relationship that involved more 
of a question of what can I get from you? What can I get from this? And less of a question of what do I want to offer here? And what do we want to achieve together? What is our joint intention? And what is the intention that I actually want to be guided by here? And that's my question for you. Um, I went through, in the last year, I went through a dating experience that it was lovely. It was amazing. He was incredible. Um, We were so happy. And at the end of the day, um, it took a few months for us to realize that our core intention for our relationship was just very different. And I want to to just say too, like you can bring this up at the beginning and the other person can say, yes, that's me. That's what I want. That's what I'm on board for. You know, we can really think that we want the same thing. Um, and ultimately it will, it will take a little while, um, for, you know, a little bit of living life together, a little bit of sharing space and, and again, commitment to an ongoing conversation to really flesh that out together It can be heartbreaking when our intention in relationship feels unfulfilled and it can be the most rewarding thing imaginable when it does. And so I'm kind of getting a little bit um, (laughs) insecure that people are going to think I'm ragging on marriage. Um, I'm 100% not. Uh, I may want to get married again one day. What I'm talking about and referring to is allowing ourselves to question and sort of reorganize our intention and to just ask ourselves, what intention am I bringing to any given moment? Like anytime I feel um, like I'm not at ease, anytime I feel tension in a connection, the first thing I usually ask myself is, what is the intention that I'm bringing here? And is that something that can be met in this space, in this moment? Or do I need to find another way, another place, another space to be met there? Does it need to be met at all? Do I want to completely shift what my intention is? I realized recently as life has gone through so much change, just more change and faster than I even know how to cope with before the next thing happens, I've realized I've sort of brought this unconscious intention to some of my core friendships of just needing to be held. And when I when I don't think about it very much, I'm like, oh, I just love my friend. I just want to be around my friend. I like my friend. And what's been happening is that my friends have actually been holding me in what has been a very stressful time. And realizing that that has been somewhat of an unconscious and somewhat of a conscious intention, just realizing that has opened up um, an invitation for me to really appreciate them and acknowledge them for how they've been there for me and to remember that I want to be there for them too. And and so this this can be such a beautiful invitation to a shift that you may want within yourself and within your relationships. It certainly has been for me. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Leave a comment, subscribe, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you and can't wait to see you next time.